If you've noticed, we have been sprayed for years, decades, and we're being sprayed with heavy metals in a nanoparticulate level. So what can you do to get rid of these things out of your body? Because I know that they're causing a lot of health issues in different forms, and everybody reacts to these heavy metals, the aluminum, the barium, the strontium, things like that. Everybody reacts differently to them. Of course, you see the pharmacia, you know, the big pharma companies, they're out there advertising all their different products that they want you to take. Pop a pill, this will help your skin condition. Well, guess what? Everything they put out has some kind of side effect that will affect your body or attack your liver. Well, guess what? I've got something to tell you about that I use and it doesn't have any side effects. It's only got good effects to help you detox those heavy metals and nanoparticulates in your body. It's called Advanced TRS by Cosiva, and I have seen tremendous results. So this isn't hype, I'm just telling you, it works and it works great. Now I leave a link down below that you can go down to and click on if you'd like to purchase it yourself or even if you'd like to become a distributor. So click on that link, find out more because I guarantee you this stuff really works. Hi, Steve here. We are facing the end times. I'll be honest with you, it's not pretty and it's not going to get prettier until the very end of the age. When Christ comes back to settle the score with these globalists and these Luciferian devil worshipers who just want to destroy mankind, God's creation. They don't just want to destroy us, they want to destroy a lot of things. The trees, the vegetation, the animals, and they are doing it. We've got geoengineered aerosol spray hitting us every single day. I think I've already shown you enough pictures if you haven't already been looking up in the sky yourself because it's worldwide. Then we've got the deliberate destruction of our energy grids where if you haven't seen the reports, there are literally people shooting the grids, shooting transformers and taking grids down, like happened around Christmas time in Washington state. Well, as we followed the power grid attack in North Carolina, the Department of Energy says there have been at least 70 reported attacks on the U.S. power grid this year. And a federal law enforcement bulletin shows there have been attacks right here in Washington. Cairo 7 has just learned that there were two at Puget Sound Energy substations last month. We've got the fires in California. And a lot of these fires, I believe, have been deliberately set. They burned down complete neighborhoods. But then again, we've got the direct energy weapons. We've got evidence of those being used as well to start some of these fires. Then we've got the direct killing of literally thousands and thousands of herd of cattle and chickens. Millions of chickens deliberately destroyed in the name of stopping bird flu. Well, if you believe all this nonsense, I can't help you. And if you believe it, you will never stand up against it. The World Economic Forum, or the WEF, has published a report as part of its annual meeting saying misinformation and disinformation are among the top global risks in a report covering the period of the next two years and of the next decade. Who is that top global risk? 
It's a risk against people finding out the truth of their real intent and not believing their deceptive narrative. They're concerned about the truth getting out about what they really have planned and not being able to keep it hidden from the world anymore. These days, the poorly defined concepts of misinformation and disinformation are often used by governments and the social media they influence as a one-size-fits-all excuse to censor information and kill free speech. But in the narrative pushed by the elites gathered by the WEF, misinformation and disinformation is up there with fears of a world conflict, out-of-control inflation, food scarcity, and other real calamities that could hit the world over the coming years. The WEF's view of the Earth, as laid out in the Global Risks Report 2023, has climate change and action related to that theory plays the prominent role. What's really interesting here is what the WEF thinks should be done about whatever it identifies as the key issues. And I can tell you this, that everything they feign concern about has nothing to do with their plan. Their plan is to depopulate and control what's left of the population. It's really that simple. No matter how they pretend to care about all these world issues. They talk about climate change and yet they fly their big jets into Davos for their meeting. They drive their gas guzzling cars. Even the chauffeurs have admitted they don't want to use the electric cars because their fear of getting stuck in the snow in Davos is embarrassment. And then they wouldn't be able to make it to their WEF meeting. So they all drive gas cars. They all fly jet fuel airplanes and jets. Their lies and their deceptions to this world are only exceeded by their hypocrisy. The WEF report says that technology will exacerbate inequalities while the cybersecurity angle remains a big concern. The future, as forecast by the group, sees tech as one of the central targets for state intervention and for what it refers to as stronger industrial policies. The WEF always mentions things like AI and quantum computing and biotechnology because those sectors are projected to grow because of both military and private money invested in their research and development. You walk into this room at your own risk because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. Hey. I'm Safia, and I'm powered by artificial intelligence. You might be wondering what artificial intelligence can do for you. Popular news outlet has been publishing AI articles since November, and no one noticed. Most of these articles on BuzzFeed and even CNN and, and, and articles over at CNET are written by AI. And right now, ChatGPT is rattling the AI world turning out stunningly humanoid writing. <laughs> Just ask Douglas Rushkoff, a renowned author and professor of media culture. It is writing better um, than, than most of my students write at this point. How does it work? ChatGPT has been filled, in a sense, with a massive amount of information. Imagine the biggest library you can, then programmed and trained by humans to process and spit it out in conversational phrases. And all that means ChatGPT, or more advanced AI like it, could replace people in all sorts of positions. This could potentially save time and resources, but it could also lead to a loss of personal connections and a decline in the quality 
of these types of interactions. We know that because everything Rushkoff said just there was written by ChatGPT. So basically you write one article that's 10 pages long, and then it gets recycled into thousands of other articles that are a page, two, three pages long, and the AI just moves them around. And I remember seeing articles I could tell didn't quite make sense and didn't have names on them or had names that I'd look up that don't exist. The clear and present danger of disinformation uh, is our conversation here this afternoon. It follows a session just now about disrupting distrust. And of course, those are connected. So I hope that's where we can start. Think about how we just calmly discuss the fact that, oh, AI for many years secretly is writing news articles with information, with disinformation it's fed. That way you don't have a reporter that can come back later and say, I was told to lie, or you can't even basically expose the person. It's following orders. It doesn't have a conscience. They won't ask questions. They will follow criminal orders and they can have their memories wiped. What must be what? What must be what? What must be what? Think about cell phones. Until cell phones and until iPhones and smartphones came out in the last 15 years, I could remember the phone number I had when I was a teenager. I could remember my grandma's phone number. I could remember some of my girlfriend's numbers because I was trained, we were all trained, to commit numbers to memory. So once I dialed a number two or three times, I could remember that number. You, you couldn't write it down, but you could just punch it into the phone. It was, it was mental memory, a form of like muscle memory. I mean, go back to skeletons they dig up in ancient Africa, in, in ancient Europe, in ancient Asia. The people they estimate were twice as strong as they are today, and a man from 5,000 years ago in England, or a man from 1,000 years ago in Africa, or a man from 6,000 years ago in the Middle East, was twice as strong as the average man today, just with their genetics. You are obsolete, Mr. Wordsworth. A lie. No man is obsolete. Now we're becoming softer and softer and softer, and, and the televisions and the dopamine and the smartphones on record have lowered the average human's attention span in the modern world to less than 14 seconds. The attention span of a goldfish is about 16 seconds. So what does it mean when humans are taken out of the equation? Well, it means we become, by action, obsolete. The narcotics that you call literature, poetry, essays, all kind, all of it, an opiate. You have nothing but spindly limbs and a dream, and the state has no use for your kind. What qualifies as hate, hate speech, as illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the U.S. I think that we, we have a strong reason why we have this uh, in the criminal law. Uh, we, uh, we need the platforms uh, to simply work with, with the language and to identify such cases. The AI would be too dangerous. I tell you, I don't care. I'm a human being. I exist. And if I speak one thought aloud, that thought lives, even after I'm shoveled into my grave. The scary dystopian future of AI, biotech, and quantum computing continues gaining prominence and more and more money invested into it is described in the report as a partial solution to a range of emerging crises from addressing new health threats and a crunch in healthcare capacity to scaling food security and climate mitigation. But that'll only be true of those countries capable of spending money to address future risks. Others, that is, poorer ones, with poorly defined sovereignty can expect even more inequality. 
But this in itself isn't considered a negative by the WEF. This portion of the report then notes that these technologies also bring risks, and those would range from widening misinformation and disinformation to unmanageably rapid churn in both blue and white-collar jobs. You mean like the reality that robots will be replacing humans for most jobs? At least for those few jobs that are left? There's so much information about how evil these men and women are. But I know that most people watching this video, especially in America, have been so brainwashed, so propagandized by mainstream media, social media, and even their dumbed-down co-workers, that it's hard, or should I say next to impossible, for them to comprehend the reality of these plans to destroy and control your life. Just on time deliveries, high-tech AI-run societies. They're not just perfect for surveillance and control and giant Enron-style scams where they can manipulate your bills and triple and quadruple charge you. They're not just designed to shut down all the small competitors in every industry and consolidate control. They are designed to remove humans from the decision-making process so that humans are obsolete and humans can be depopulated without it shutting down the sectors that the globalists still want for themselves. All U.S. domestic flights grounded after software glitch. So how does one software have a glitch? The system that's used for the air traffic systems to warn the pilots about dangerous conditions and other events. How could one piece of software go out and the entire aircraft system of commercial flights and it also screwed up private flights I've been reading how could that be used to then ground everything? And it's similar to how they now have introduced legislation sponsored by the big airlines to get rid of two pilots, even on 777s and larger aircraft. Because most of the flights are taking off and going to their destinations and landing without human control. It's all on autopilot. And statistics and research has been coming out for a decade that autopilot is causing pilots to get worse and worse and worse. And then glitches in autopilot have grounded large fleets of aircraft because they'll do things like flip an airplane upside down and nosedive it. This is all in the WEF post-industrial world playbook. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Pete Booty Judge called out after FAA system failure grounds all flights. He has no idea what happened, but he's gay, so that's all that matters. I think this gives us a really important data point and a really important moment uh, to understand what we're going to need uh, moving forward. Uh, but obviously, our more immediate focus is technical, understanding exactly how this happened. The system we live under that's becoming more and more centralized every single day and it's being done in farming it's being done in energy it's being done in transportation it's being done in education 
All of it is to centralize so that only mega massive corporations can scale up to the regulations and the software and the cost that is in the billions for these systems per industry. And then by regulatory fiat, all competition is destroyed. You vertically integrate the economy. You consolidate control for the post-industrial world. Today, I'm proud to say that under the UK's presidency, the group of the world's seven most advanced economies, the G7, is launching a set of public policy principles for retail central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. Digital cash could be programmed to ensure it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems to be sensible. Holy sh For many, many years, we've seen digital technology move to build a corral, fences around each of us, digital fences of control surveillance systems, systems that influence propaganda. And as they come up, it's like a herd of cattle who have fences coming up around them. So think of us as having three fences around each one of us. And what CBDC and digital IDs and vaccine passports will do is they will snap into place a fourth fence. And when that fence snaps into place, we are locked down financially and digitally. They want the ring of Mordor. They want that total control. And they want there to be a group of competing AI systems that basically merge into one global mind. And the AI's power is that it directs us and we follow its orders. And then it takes control of the processes until humans don't know how to do basic tasks anymore. The temperature of the water is getting closer to the boiling point but it's been brought up so slowly for you that it won't be until it's at 212 degrees. And then it will be too late for you to climb out. Think about it.